So the stuff we talk about in the podcast, communication solutions, you know, trying to talk your way into success usually comes from one of three places. It's something in the news, something recently. Uh, somebody will reach out to me with a question or an issue about something. You know, I'll hear from somebody on one of the various social media platforms, and I'm easy to find. And you find anywhere you find the cool dead rules. There's always an inbox, whether it's YouTube or X or Instagram or Facebook. But sometimes it's something I'm going through personally as well, just in my life. And this is the rare topic and occasion and issue where all three are combined. I'm talking about what happened recently in Israel, but more importantly, the aftermath of what we've seen as far as people speaking out and taking action after that. That's what we're talking about today. Thanks for finding the Cool Dead Rules. My name is Bill Adams, and here's the deal. You can argue all day long about peace in the Middle East, and that's a completely different issue, and we would all love to see that happen someday. Here's what's different. is being safe in the aftermath, especially here, because some of the stuff I've seen on college campuses and in big cities uh, blew my mind in some of the reaction to this kind of stuff and some of the calls actually for violence after this. It's been unreal. So we all want to keep our family members safe, our loved ones safe. We want to be able to talk to the more sensitive people in our lives about doing exactly that, right? And not just kids. I mean everybody. Without freaking them out. And that's the goal. You want to be able to encourage the people that you actually care about to stay safe in these crazy times. You know, just don't take any unnecessary risks without causing absolute fear and panic. Because I can tell you exactly how not to do it. And a lot of us react to the news this way where you'll see something and you're scrolling through on social media or on X or on Instagram or something like this, or you're even watching the news or you're listening to something, you go, oh my God, can't believe what's going on. This is the scariest thing. It's all ending. Oh, it's all ending right now. Uh, you, you approach it like that. You will have no one listen to you about anything because you have scared the pants out of them. Trust me on this. I'm the guy that's made that mistake before in my own personal life. But you want to encourage your loved ones friends, anybody, even yourself, to be safe in this crazy world, right? Without scaring them. And that's what the whole point is. Because I can tell you, personally, and this should be the setup to this entire thing, the news media, which I've been close to for about 25 years now being in the media and understanding it, reading it, seeing the various biases, how they report stuff, how they get a reaction, it's designed to do exactly that. It is designed to get a reaction out of you. That's how they say when newspapers were a thing, remember those? It always sell that good news doesn't sell papers. Well, it's a, still the same thing in the digital world, where it's designed to freak you out. But a story this big in the aftermath of the worldwide, and it is a worldwide story, reaction to it, is so far-reaching that it's, you know, just by the nature of, of terrorist attacks is getting a reaction out of people. And most, of, most of that is fear. So how do you approach it? I got always always say in my view of communication communication and talking for success it comes down to three different things and three different approaches the first is how you communicate with yourself what's your self-messaging and self-talk which i think is vastly underrated and is really missing in the world today especially in our society second part is how you communicate and interact with other people one-on-one -on -one or in a in a small group and the third is how you interact giving and taking with the outside world especially with media and we're talking about trying to keep your people, people close to you, safe during this without freaking them out, without creating fear and panic. There's another rare instant where it's, instance where it takes all three. And here's how it goes. 
first part is what you're going to tell yourself, because I think we can all agree that you don't want to ignore the issue. You don't want to ignore something going on like this. And we've had, you know, violent issues, even talking about the states in, in some big cities where these things started off as peaceful rallies, right? You don't want to ignore that because you don't want someone who maybe not is not aware of the news as you are walking into a situation like that unnecessarily or taking an unnecessary risk. Doesn't mean you're living in fear or panic or letting terror ruin your life. It just means you're being smart about it. That's all. So you don't want to ignore it and you want to approach it. Again, first step is how you're going to talk to yourself about how you're going to handle this. And I want you to, if you have to write it down, but keep this as a mantra in your mind when you're getting ready to approach, talking to somebody about this. And it is exactly this. I'm going to inform so-and-so about what I know without scaring them, okay? And it's that simple. I'm going to inform, fill in the blank, about what I know about this situation without scaring them. You'll notice an immediate change in how you deal with this. If you run yourself, you run that self-message through your filter before you talk about it, you will avoid this. My God, can you believe what's happening? Can you believe this? Can you and raising the, raising the fear and awareness level. If you run that through and tell yourself that's how you're going to approach this, automatically it's going to go 100% better. Automatically. The most important part of the messaging in this is how you talk to yourself about it. And that's what you have to do. Okay? That's step one. I'm not going to create more fear and panic. The second thing is obviously how you talk to the other person. And it's going to be in a, in a, in a tone that's calm. It can't be... Wild body language, moving, moving about, all agitated back and forth. Even though it's a touchy subject for everybody worldwide, you'd be calm, you know, kind of understanding. If they have an opinion, you're taking it, you're nodding your head back and forth. You're listening, you're giving, you're taking. You say, well, you know, really, I, I think probably just, just now, just, just in this case, maybe take these steps to be a little bit safer. That's all. Personal story, and this is why I'm so close to it, and this is the part where it involves me personally. A story from my own life. I think I've said before quite a bit. I have a daughter who's going to college right now in Midtown Manhattan, and she's already seen a lot of the protest rallies. I'll call them rallies and counter rallies, and some of the things that have come out of that. Some of it's horrific. It just is. I'm just going to tell you some of the some of the messaging, some of the things saying are horrific. That's that's getting out there. I ran this messaging through myself, and I said, and I've I've been pretty worked up about it because I'm worried about it. Right? Remember that first thing. So my first message to myself was, I'm going to inform my daughter about what I know about the situation and what I can add without creating any fear. And it helped the situation immediately. Immediately. Because they took the raw emotion out of it. And then when I was talking to her, just the other night on the phone, and I said, I know you're good. And I know you're safe and you're street smart. And I know you always are. But just this week, while things are coming up, just lay low a little bit. Don't take any unnecessary risks about being around crowds this time. Don't live in fear. Don't let fear overcome you. Don't ever let that win. Just be, you know, keep your head on your shoulders. Be a little bit more aware. And she said, all right, you know, okay, I will. I was thinking about going out Friday night. And I don't think I'll just chill and stay home. I said, thank you. That's great. That's, that's awesome, honey. And then she called me back later and she thanked me. And she said, thanks for telling me that and talking it through and answering some of the questions I had without making me scared. That's the key. Remember the first part? She said, I think I'm going to lay a little bit lower even during class time, just, just for a little while till this blows over, if it will. It made me feel a thousand percent better. Again, it started with that self-messaging that I'm not going to create any fear. Here's the third part. 
I told you, I got a pretty good sense after all these years of dealing with the media and understanding how news media works. Third part of communication is how you interact with the outside world. A lot of that is media. How you give out information, the messages you send out, maybe even your own social media, and how you take it in from the news media, what you decide to do with it. I can tell you this for sure, and other people will tell you this as well. In the fog of war, you've heard that term before, which literally this is, there's a lot of misinformation out there that you're going to hear. Take everything in with a couple of grains of salt and think about how you're going to actually process this information, what you actually think about it, and don't overreact to the first thing you hear. Try to find as many independent sources as you can. Make up your own mind as best you can, and don't overreact to the information you hear, especially now in the early days of anything, because there's so much out there. Hear it from both sides. Confirm it with your own eyes, your own ears, and what you experience. You'd be way better off, and that's the third part of it, how you interact. Just, just to regroup, because I think it's important. The first message is to yourself. I'm going to inform this person about what I know about the situation without creating any fear. Second part is the tone with the other person, being accepting and calm. How you talk about it, maybe a suggestion and asking some, some, some questions in a calm, reassuring, comforting kind of way. And the third part is careful of all the information you're sending out, what you're saying yourself on your social media, and what you're taking in from the mass media. That's how you can talk about this stuff in the aftermath of something that was so horrific and not make it worse and create any more fear or panic. So, boy. I don't know if we've ever talked about anything this heavy on the podcast. Usually it's just about, you know, talking your way to success, which is important. But so is this. Thanks for finding me in the Cool Dad Rules. Again, you can reach out to me in a lot of questions. I mean, a handful of the same question this week on all the different inboxes and all the different social media platforms. People asking the exact same thing. Well, this week, how do I... I got some scared family members. How do I talk about this? That's why this came up. And you're always free. Feel free to reach out to me. On all of the inboxes, you can reach me. I'm easy to find. Anytime you find the Cool Dad Rules, wherever you get your podcasts, or YouTube, or X, or Instagram, or Facebook, you can reach out to me anytime. We'll talk about it soon. With all that said, stay calm. We'll talk to you soon.